Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thank you for listening to AFR on this March 9th, 2023. Joining me in studio today for the show is Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. What's up? That was, was that? Bringing that from back from the 90s. Oh, was that 90s? <laughs> Whatever it is, it's a long, it was a long time ago. Is that a cartoon character or a rock star? No, it was actually Jim Carrey. Beer commercial. Oh, a beer Super commercial. commercial, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Woodward. Good morning. Chris, how you doing, brother? I'm well. Better Ray- than I deserve, as some financial host You got might that say. right. Ray Pritchard. Ray, how you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing good here in Kansas City. It's all, it's rainy. It's cold and rainy, so I'm glad to be inside right now. It's cold. It's rainy here, too, in Mississippi, yeah, or at least North Mississippi. Of course it is. Yeah, it's been raining here since November. <laughs> that's not far off. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm ready for some warm, clear skies, green grass, flowers blooming, bird chirping, spring days. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm ready for some <laughs> heat. Yes, to, uh, to dry up. Not 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 July and August heat. Right, I know, but dry up May with, and June. Yep, May and June. All right. Well, uh, Ray, you got any more Bible conferences you're off to? Speak at when we get off the air, our bags are packed, and five minutes after we're off the air on this program, hitting the road for Florida uh, today. Marlene oh, and I are, you poor thing. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I do my Bible conference thingy, right? You get to do your little Bible conference thing. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to uh, that's north of Tampa where you're going, just right? north of Tampa, basically. Yeah, so we're. Driving to Paducah, Kentucky, and then tomorrow into Alabama, and then we'll get there uh, late Saturday afternoon, God willing. Oh, you're driving it. Yeah, yeah. Why are you doing that? uh, You know, the two reasons. One, got to take a lot of stuff with you. We're staying two weeks. And the other thing is, I've done all the air travel I want to do for a while. I'd rather drive than fly almost any day. I hear you. I'm just about there. Yeah, it's, yeah, unless. Unless I can get a direct flight somewhere, then you start thinking about, hmm, right? maybe I better just uh, be better in the car than the airport. Plus, you have a vehicle. You drive around, you know, see the sites if you need to. You don't have to rent one. And- you so you're going, you're going to make, you're going Kansas City to Paducah. How long is that? Uh, it's about seven hours, I guess, something like that. Right, today, though. Today. 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 All right, so you're going through, uh, Going across 70 over there to That's St. Louis? That's exactly right. Uh, 70 and then 64 to something and then 57 to, <laughs> to 24, I think, and then Paducah at the end of the uh, – probably about 7 o'clock tonight. Gotcha. Well, that's assuming you don't stop at St. Louis for gas and get carjacked. Uh, we are going to – we're, <laughs> we're going to uh, – along those lines, I'm going to stop well on okay. this side of St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Have a full tank as I'm going through mm. the city. Uh, I – Maybe it was unfair. Shot at St. Louis, but I mean, I say shot at. Well, that's a bad pun. Yes. Too, isn't it? Uh, but I mean, they've been making the news for being one of the most crime-ridden cities in the country. If you're not thinking that, you're not doing your job. Right. Uh, right. You, you don't know. stop in the big yes. cities. That's true. All right. Um, 
You're listening to today's issues on AFR. And, uh, Ed, you want to tell folks how they can join us on that there internet? Absolutely. You can watch us do this program. You watch us do radio uh-huh. on two uh, options. Yeah, you can go to Facebook and search for Today's Issues. That's the name of this program. Click through, and you can watch the video, live video stream of Today's Issues. Or you can go to our American Family Association streaming platform. You can find that at streaming.afa.net. That's streaming.afa.net. That's the website. And uh, it's very easy to make an account there. And not only can you watch this program, but most of the radio talk radio programs have a live streaming feed. Uh, but you can also, uh, 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 at streaming.afa.net, uh, watch other content that AFA has produced. So those hey. are your two options. Hey, uh, I love travel, too, like you do, Ray. I mean, for the most part, I love travel. You right. we all had our bad travel experiences. But I'm just curious. Uh, do you go Paducah, Nashville, Chattanooga, Atlanta down? Is that what you do? Uh, no. Uh, you, you, at least from my point of view, you do whatever it takes not to have to drive through Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> okay. Doesn't go going as far Bur- the way going, as you need to. You going to Birmingham then? Or? Going through Birmingham. That's right. Yeah. People that left Birmingham. a Braves game at Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta are just now getting home. I <laughs> mean, in, in 2019. Yes, whatever it was. Yes. Right. I right. mean, it was, yes. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta traffic is horrible. Uh, if, now, it does depend on what time of the day, but you have about a two-hour window out of 24. Where <laughs> two-hour window. Where you, where you, and you better hit it. Yeah, you better hit it. Uh, absolutely. Okay, going to Birmingham and then and then down that way. I got you. Well, uh, Christopher Woodward, yes, bring unto us the news. <laughs> you know, one of the interesting things working in news these days is some news stories sound like they come from satirical news sites like the Babylon Bee, which we all know and love and talk about from time to time. But this story is an actual story, and it was something that actually happened at the White House uh, or Yesterday. in Washington, D.C. Yes. Our first lady, Jill Biden, gave a biological male the women of the Cour- the a women of courage award she awarded a man a women of courage award as uh, our nation and others observe international women's month uh, this man uh, identifies as a woman named alba ruida and to prove of not making this up uh, we have audio here it is clip 1 in argentina alba ruida is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community. Now, on our Facebook page, I've shared this link, and you will see a picture of the First Lady standing next to this man, along with uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken who represents us internationally, of course. So the White House, totally behind this stuff. This is a clown show, this administration. It's one bizarre thing after another, giving a man, a biological male, the, the Woman of Courage Award. Uh, I like what Governor uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders of Arkansas, she tweeted, it's International Women's Day, a good time to remember that Democrats can't even tell you what a woman is. Mm-hmm. Was that Jill Biden we heard? No, it was somebody. Jill presented uh, this individual the award. That was somebody else, kind of the MC of the event. Yeah. You know, this this is so permeated uh, our culture that Fox News, ordinarily very fairly conservative, they will refer to mm-hmm. 
trans men or women by their preferred oh yeah pronoun she her so this this man is referred to by fox as a she they've been doing that uh, for a while yeah. okay and here's the here's the ironic part of that or or the I don't know, maybe ironic's not the best word, but so you have uh, news agencies, even like Fox News, calling this man by his uh, preferred pronoun, which would be a a female pronoun, right? Yes. While they're reporting on the story that a man has been chosen to be honored by the White House as a courageous woman of the year. Right. True? That's right. See what I'm saying? Yes. And I guess having it, trying to have have it both ways uh, in doing that. But, I mean, they're not alone. The Associated Press style guide, the AP style guide, all those uh, have uh, the requirement that you use the preferred pronoun of the, the transgender individual you're reporting on. And, and what's... What's infuriating about this is I, I think we've tr- tried to make the point abundantly clear here at AFA and on AFR. We are we are not advocating for violence against transgender people or disrespect for them. We certainly have, as Christians, compassion on them. We want them to get the help they need. But what's infuriating is that a woman, an actual woman, was denied getting this award, mm-hmm. and instead they gave it to a man. Yeah. On, on the for the Woman of Courage Award, it is bizarre award. It is it is it is more evidence that today's right. Democrats are not your father's Democrats yeah. because they fought for Title Nine. They put a, a you know Geraldine Ferrero was the VP nominee in '84, right? For a reason, and here we are today honoring a, right. a man pretending to be a woman. You know, at some point, you lose all touch with rationality. You lose all touch with truth. To say for International Women's Day. A fine day, a fine holiday, a fine. There are so many truly courageous women that you could nominate in any field. So you got to go and drag up a man who is pretending to be a woman and give that man an award and have the people clap and cheer. Darkness has become light and light has become darkness. The, The moral values that are supposed to guide a nation have been turned upside down. Yeah. How do you trust anything a Democrat would say? Now, Republicans are human, too. They can, they can tell lies and whoppers. But the Democrat Party embracing this, the, the President of the United States embracing this idea that a a man can call himself a woman, and therefore he is. Mm-hmm. You talk about something that's completely against science. Right. Right? But how can you – what I'm saying is if they can pretend that a man is a woman, then then they can make up anything. You know, it, it, I think they do. Yeah. They make up all kinds of stuff. When it's when it's cold outside, it's still evidence of global warming. Right. Okay? Just, just, just drink here. Drink this cup of Kool-Aid and you'll feel mm. better. I, I like what uh, in this Fox News story – and listen – you're you're right. Give props to Fox News. They do report the craziness of this transgender movement and the fact that the Democrats are all in. Okay, but uh, one of the things they uh, they posted here, some of the tweets 
from conservatives. Now, Dana, you pronounce it Lash, Dana Lash? I've heard it a okay. ways. Anyway, she says, and she's like an actual woman, okay? <laughs> she says, International Women's Day, not just for women anymore. Yeah. And that's sarcasm, <laughs> but it is well, a perfect description of Well, Ray, did you see the other day where the uh, one of the weightlifting organizations. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They 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 they're tried and are trying to fight it in court, mm. but uh, they were told by some court, Minnesota, it was in right, Minnesota, Minnesota that they had to accept uh, dudes, yeah, in the women's weightlifting uh, competition. Yeah, it was USA Powerlifting. Yeah, uh, how's that going to end? That's that's Democrat insanity. Yes, right there, and, and make no doubt about it. The Democrat Party is pushing for. Uh, full transgendered uh, rights participation. In other words, the Democrats are for your girls, our girls, being forced to compete against guys in sports. Right. Why? Why aren't feminists outraged? That's a good question. The, you I, you I, answer I, that for me. Well, I, I this is it's so hard to figure, except that you have to attribute fairly sinister motivations to some of these groups. So when I say groups, the feminist movement, you would think, would be outraged because, as some of these tweets that Fox News has in this story, they are diminishing actual women by giving awards to courageous, hardworking women who have risen above their challenges. And instead of giving the awards to actual women, they are also giving them to men who are pretending to be women. The only thing I can think of as an explanation for why feminists are not at the top of the list leading the charge right. of outrage against this kind of diminishment of women is because they have a broader agenda at heart. And their pushing for women's rights is a part of that alphabet soup of the radical left that is trying to remake America. So they will sacrifice women who they're supposed to be fighting for, on the altar of this greater movement right. of completely altering and, the fabric of America. And don't forget, Biden's Supreme Court appointment, uh, her name is last name is Brown. Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Yes, sir. When she was at a hearing before the Senate, before she was confirmed, Supreme Court mm-hmm. nominee said she couldn't define what a woman was. She was asked by Marsha Blackburn, the senator from Tennessee, what is a woman? She said, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a biologist. That was her answer. Which, which, is, which is a lie. I, I'm sorry. Yes. No, it is. It, it's, it's a lie that she doesn't know what a woman is. She just knows she can't answer the question. Okay, and what honestly. does that say? Yes, that says she is pushing an agenda that she will even sacrifice how she looks. It was a ludicrous look. For a, a woman who's going to wind up on the Supreme Court, right. make a, a statement that's a bald-faced lie. She knows exactly what a woman is. Dr. quote-unquote Dr. Jill Biden knows exactly what a woman is. And it's not this guy that she gave the <clears throat> Woman of Courage Award to. But they are playing these games because they are woke and in service of that agenda, they have to be all in. Yeah. All right, uh, Chris. Well, I want to say real quick, I think to Ed's point, uh, you know, 
these are the same people who tell you climate, about climate change. Uh, these are also uh, many of the same people who tell you it's safe to take this vaccine or shot, and you should all get That's it. That's what I'm saying. They're not trustworthy. It totally blows apart their their logic. And they, and they hurt their own credibility hmm? on other issues. Right, right. One of our listeners pointed out, quote, we would never have known who had won the Women of Courage Award if it had not been given to a man. And I think that's probably true. The media probably would have been like, eh, you know, right. next story. Go ahead. Next story. Okay. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, always making headlines, and today he is in the news for exposing pornographic materials and books in Florida schools. This is part of kind of a national effort by many people in these United States of America uh, to try to let legislators and other people become aware of the horrible graphic stuff that's available to kids in their school libraries. And now Governor Ron DeSantis is wanting to fight this stuff and get it out of schools in the great state of Florida. Yesterday, as part of his press conference, he showed a video depicting minors engaging in consensual activities uh, that are in children's books. We don't have that audio here for the purposes of this being a show on American Family Radio, but it really was graphic stuff here. And it was so graphic that there were reports yesterday that live streams from local news outlets covering this, they cut the press conference. They cut the feed because they didn't want to show this stuff on television. Okay, and also I think he had some some uh, placards with visuals yes. of what was in the books. Here's what Governor DeSantis did yesterday, and, and I don't blame him, uh, even though nobody likes to show this kind of material or talk about it publicly. Mm-hmm sexually explicit material i think he got tired of being called a censor and being say he's pushing uh don't say gay right so forth he's explained this many times before what the florida legislature passed which the left calls don't say gay and what governor DeSantis signed i guess it's been almost a year ago now was uh a law forbidding the discussion of of sexual uh of a sexual nature with third graders and below in Florida public schools. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Got that right. The parental rights and education bill. You you bingoed. It, it's been a year. It's been a year? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to give you a vacation day. Well, I bingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I would do more. I go three times a, night, a week, <laughs> and uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to succeed there at bingo or not. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the the – what he what he was doing yesterday was uh, shutting up the criticism, or at least exposing the uh, criticism of the left against him and his administration, and and basically saying, "Okay, we're not going to talk in the in the uh, gray area again." Yeah, abstract, the abstract. We're not going to talk. You know what? I'm going to show you what we're opposed to, and then you defend it. Yes. Huh. Yeah. And and what he was showing, Ray, was uh, just very explicit material that was being uh, put in children's books uh, in the state of Florida. And he, you know, people criticize the governor, but Ron DeSantis didn't do anything wrong. He actually did what a leader is supposed to do. He saw the problem. He named it. He named it publicly, and he proved his point. That's what good leaders do. And it's awful. It's awful that he had to do it, and I'm not surprised that he's gotten some pushback. But you know what? I think Americans need to know what our children are being taught in the public schools. You have a right to know that. And they should also know that just showing this explicit material, and it is explicit, 
Uh, we can't even describe it with words hmm. because it's so explicit. All right. But they also need to know that the people who are pushing this in the public schools, they're not going to be ashamed about this. They oh, are no. going to push back because they believe kids should be sexualized by this. Listen, I, I just wrote something here recently uh, that a, a one of the a big people in Planned Parenthood was giving a speech and was quoting from one of the documents that Planned Parenthood puts out to guide their sex education material that they make available, their curriculum and curricula that are available to public schools. This this dude, this guy, said that all people are sexual beings, even babies. Now, these people are sick. This is demonic. They're demented. And these people are going to fight back, and they – Look like it looks like they're going to lose in Florida, but if parents aren't paying attention to what's in their school libraries and what their kids can check out, what their kids are being taught in such sex education classes in their communities and their states, you're going to find out that some of those things that you thought would never be in your local school are. You know what I think? Uh, uh, now, culture war issues, so to speak. Sometimes they favor Democrats. Sometimes they favor Republicans. And I know. There are Democrats and Republicans who don't necessarily embrace everything that their party embraces. However, um, in this case, the general public will be with the will be will be with Governor DeSantis. The polls have already shown that in Florida, across the board. And if he has, so I think this is a net win for for our side, so to speak. Right. And, and and Governor DeSantis is. Uh, is on the uh, certainly on the right side here. You're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Next story, Chris. Uh, let's uh, end the segment with some Corinne Jean Pierre. Um, she was at the press briefing yesterday. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I want I want somebody to be clear, <laughs> <laughs> Chris. I need I need some clarity. I'll, I'll do what so I can. Bring me some Corinne Jean Pierre. All right, clarity. Well, so, if you want clarity. Tim, uh, may I refer you to the <laughs> U.S. Department yeah. of Clarity? I think Kareem we'll John, guidelines. Kareem John Pierre Clarity would be a a, a thirty second flavor for. Okay. Basket, I got thirty nine seconds here. for Baskin and Robbins. This is a reporter asking her yesterday uh, about the situation involving tennis star Novak Djokovic not being able to come to the United States because he has not gotten COVID shots. And Jean-Pierre says, we expect everybody to abide by our rules. Clip five. Governor Ron DeSantis uh, has now called on President Biden to allow uh, the tennis player Novak Djokovic to compete in the Miami Open, despite him being unvaccinated for COVID-19. Do you guys have a response to that? So on a question of regarding the vaccination requirement, I refer you to the CDC. They're the ones who, uh, who deal with that. It's still in place. Uh, And we expect everyone to abide by our country's rule, whether as a participant or a spectator. And uh, as for what goes on specifically with the BNP uh, open, those are are questions for them. It is a private entity, and so we will uh, let them speak to that. But again, this is something that the CDC uh, speaks to. You're pathetic. You talking to me? No, I'm talking to Kareem. (laughs) I'll see myself out. Let me tell you why why she's pathetic at her job. And I hate saying this about anybody, but good night. It's the president of the United States who declared that uh, we will carry COVID emergency through May. That's what's preventing the number one tennis player in the world and, and other just common people who are not U.S. citizens from coming into the United States, even though COVID's gone. 
right. it's gone as a as COVID is still here. I know people who had it in the last couple of weeks. Oh yeah, but it's not a danger. It's not a life risk danger any longer. And so she's saying, I'm not going to answer that. Go ask the CDC. It wasn't the CDC, ma'am. It was your your boss who said, I'm extending these emergency powers, which makes it impossible for people to come in here uh, from other countries uh, like this number one tennis player in the world without having a uh, COVID shot. He's got to have a COVID shot or he can't participate in Florida. He, right. Uh, Governor DeSantis joked and said, oh, "Well, we'll see if we can get him in on a boat from the Bahamas." And what he was saying, what he was saying was, Biden is letting millions of people come over our southern border. He doesn't check them for COVID shots. No, right, he does. He not. just sends them all over America. It's it's so it's so political and so bogus. And if you come in on a boat from a Caribbean country, you, they don't, you know, illegally, they don't check you for a COVID vaccine shot. Uh, so that's what I think. That's what uh, Governor DeSantis was making a mockery right. of uh, of the Biden administration. It's it's again more lunacy from the left uh, with Biden saying no to uh, people wanting to come into the U.S. Got to have a COVID shot, or we're not letting you in. We'll be back momentarily. Gigi Song. Recognize that name? She labeled Fox News a threat to democracy and wants to revoke the broadcast license of any station she disagrees with. Just the type person that Biden has nominated to be an FCC commissioner for the second time. Sone is a radical lesbian who could very well abuse her position to try to silence AFR and AFN. Contact your senators and urge them to protect freedom of speech and oppose Gigi Sone's nomination. Visit afa.net today. We live in a day when America's families are under attack like never before. Buddy Smith, Senior Vice President of the American Family Association. The war against biblical principles rages on numerous fronts. The Internet, Hollywood, Washington, D.C., America's corporate boardrooms, and the list goes on. At American Family Association, we're committed to standing against the enemies of God, the enemies of your family. And we recognize it's an impossible task without God's favor and your partnership. Thank you for being faithful to pray for this ministry, to give financially, and to respond to our calls for activism. What you do on the home front is crucial to what we do on the battlefront. We praise God for your faithfulness. And may He give us many victories in the battles ahead as we work together to restore our nation's biblical foundations. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starn. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers? Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. Back when I was at Fox News, there was a clear understanding from management that we reported the news and our viewers decided what they thought about the news. Now, even the opinion shows followed those guidelines, and for a good many years, you knew where your favorite host stood on the issues. Not everybody agreed with Bill O'Reilly, nor did they agree with me, but at least you knew where we stood. People trusted us. They respected our honesty. 
Unfortunately, it's a new day at Fox News. Emails uncovered in Dominion's billion-dollar lawsuit show Fox News hosts were telling you one thing on air and believing another off air. The latest involves Tucker Carlson writing in emails with staffers he hated Donald Trump, also called the former president a demonic force, and warned in the aftermath of the J6 riots that Trump could destroy the network. But Tucker's wrong. Trump has nothing to do with the network's troubles. The great irony is Fox News is going to destroy Fox News. I'm Todd Starnes. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Psalm 27.4. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back to today's issues, everybody, on the American Family Radio Network. If you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net. Is that what you call an email? Call it an address, don't you? Oh, Love, yes. Right? Yeah, email address. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about for comments yeah. at AFR.net? Yeah. Comments at AFR.net. Tim, Ed, Chris, and Ray, and we thank you for listening to AFR. Ray, did you have anything you want to say about the last segment, or you want us to move on? Yeah, let's just keep going. All right. Uh, uh, listen, guys, did you realize that uh, uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, from a Republican from Kentucky, he was – he evidently had a ball at a uh, hotel, uh, formerly the Trump Hotel. Trump sold that hotel in, in D.C. And uh, Mitch McConnell had to fell? Be, yeah, he had to be put in the hospital. So I don't know what how. Uh, I mean, if you go in the hospital, it's serious, but yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, it says that this evening, I guess that means last night, uh, Leader McConnell tripped at a Local hotel during a private dinner. He has been admitted to the hospital where he's receiving treatment. Um, so, yeah, anyway. ask our folks to be praying for Mitch McConnell. Well, he's yeah. eighty-one years old, huh? Eighty-one he's been forever. Me, Tim, I, don't, I didn't have anything to say about the other, but let me say something about okay, this. Go ahead. I, I, I'm in that category now, and. I'm over 65, I'm 70, right? There's no secret about that. And every time I go to the doctor, they always have this series of questions. And one of them, have you had a fall lately? They want to know that. People my age, uh, you know, you fall down when you're over 65, much less 81. You can do a lot of damage to yourself. And so easy to believe. You trip, you fall, you're down. And next thing you know, like Mitch McConnell, you find yourself in the hospital. Well, we pray for his quick recovery. Amen. A lot of uh, people die, uh, unfortunately. Yes. They from, get blood yes. clots. I mean, huh? from, yeah. I'm yes. talking about elderly people right. who have a fall, and you uh, a fall that you know a 35 year old would maybe be sore from a couple of days, and they end up in the hospital and right. You get break an, stuff, get an infection, that kind of thing. Uh, but 80, he's 81 uh, years. Oh. It's not fun getting old. I'm just going to yeah. tell you. Ray. Preach it. You're, preach you're. on, brother. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I talk about this every single day. Yep. I, I'm, winding up, I'm winding up sounding like the old men I used to make fun of. 
<laughs> no, I didn't, I, I didn't really, really make fun of them. So you, 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 you got to roll your eyes when they. Yeah. Okay. You've entered the Rice Krispie years. <laughs> the Rice Krispie years. Yeah. Snap, Snap crackle, pop. Crackle, and pop. Got yep. it. Okay, we're slow. I like that. We got it. Yeah. I need it. I need it. I need to make that. Uh, what are you patent on that statement right there? Is sell sell t shirts. Yeah. Yep. There you go, t shirts. All right. Uh, Next topic, Christopher. Well, one pop that's in the news is uh, uh, pro-life activist Mark Houck. Uh, that was the guy who uh, was sitting there with his family, you know, enjoying time with one another. Pennsylvania. A bunch right. of FBI agents rolled up with long guns uh, wanting to uh, arrest him for something he didn't do, and a court later said he didn't do. Um, the uh, the latest with Mark Houck is, is more evidence of what we've already heard from him, and I'll play the audio here in just a minute. Uh, but for people not familiar with the situation, Mr. Houck, there's a story about this on Life News. Mark Houck will sue FBI for violating his rights and raiding his home for protesting abortion. He wasn't even protesting abortion. He was involved in kind of a scuffle with somebody at the abortion clinic, away from the abortion clinic. And Mark Houck said, this guy's threatening my kid. And he did what any dad would do in that situation, steps in to protect his kid. Nonetheless, uh, the powers that be at the federal government end up raiding his home and arresting him in front of his kids, and it goes to court, and he later got exonerated. Um, but Mark Houck is going to sue the FBI for all this, which is delivering on what he told us a few weeks ago on this here program, and I've got a little bit of that audio of pro-lifer Mark Houck talking to Ed, Fred, and others on uh, February 7th, clip four. Oh, 100%. We're taking legal action. We're pursuing that. I have an interview with the uh a uh, judiciary member who's part of the, uh, the subcommittee that was established for investigation of uh, this overreach of government, and uh, that's on February 22nd. I'm actually in the process of traveling down to D.C. I was invited by chairman of the Freedom Caucus, uh, Congressman Scott Perry, to be at the State of the Union tonight. So we're beginning to make those relationships and contacts, and God willing, we'll be able to testify before uh, Congress or the subcommittee uh in march now the group most likely representing him again as he sues the fbi is probably thomas moore society uh peter breen has been his attorney throughout this process well this will be interesting to see where it goes because uh as most people know when you when you have a lawsuit uh unless it's settled if you go into a uh you know courtroom then the lawyers on each side are able to do what's called discovery that is, question and or ask for, require information from the other side, the other party. Um, and Mark Houck's attorneys will be able to find out what the motivation was and who authorized and what uh, what the conditions were for his home being raided by a dozen or more FBI agents. Uh, and this could be huge. Because to your point yeah. about the discovery, what if they have emails within the Justice Department where somebody is saying, right. somebody right. high up, could might make all the way up to Merrick Garland, who knows? But someone is saying, we're going to make an example right. out of this uh, Catholic whack job. And so all right. the pro-lifers in this country are going to be terrified right. to uh, protest outside or even pray outside. Of, you know, you're going you're gonna to reveal that kind of anti-Christian, anti-Catholic bigotry, anti-pro-life bigotry, and that could that could be huge. Yeah. Um, huge. Huge. Uh, 
Can I? Let me change. The, move on to another okay. time. We'll watch that lawsuit. See how that progresses. I share the link. And we can, if we can get Mark on, that'd be great. Again, on this show, Mark Houck himself, or and or his attorney, because I'd like to ask them what we just talked about. But um, okay, uh, we're all familiar. Uh, I think you mentioned this earlier in the program that uh, Tucker Carlson of Fox News in the last few days has released some video footage of January 6th. Right. As we know, Speaker McCarthy gave Tucker Carlson 40,000 hours of video footage. Yep. Of course, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, that job. (laughs) Uh, Here. Some unpaid intern. Hey, hey, Bill. I'm sure it was a bunch of young chomping at the Bill, you and Nancy get in here. I got a job for you. Uh uh, I need you to go through these 41,000 hours of video, okay? <clears throat> and then get back to me in four years. Um, so it, okay, so he released, uh, did Tucker Carlson, uh, some video footage. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, of course, we talked about it yesterday. One of, one of them was the uh, shaman, so-called shaman, uh, the gentleman uh, dressed in the bullhorns and Anyway, we, we all know who I'm talking about. He was the cut of the face of January yeah, 6th. Yeah, Justin uh, Changley. Yeah. What was his? Uh, Jacob Chansley. Yeah, it was close. Okay, a couple of things. It, he, evidently, his lawyers on Tucker Carlson said they'd never seen that footage before of him being uh, being able to walk freely through the Capitol building. Being escorted by cops. As I said yesterday, this uh, I know that's just one snapshot of what happened on that day, and uh, we, we always that they would have never happened in terms of people storming into the Capitol building or uh, for those who did storm, some of them just walked in evidently, but, but uh, that shouldn't have happened. We all know that we've talked about that, but uh, his lawyers should have been given this video footage. uh, Seems to me Uh, he he was, he, the shaman was not guilty of uh, violent insurrection. He pleaded guilty to like, I don't know what it was called. Basically, breaking and entering is what it, it wasn't called that. It was called kind of like interfering with an official proceeding or something like that. And for that, he was given 41 months. Mm -hmm. Um, But here's an interesting thing, uh, aspect of this is that I, I don't, Ray, maybe you can help me here. I don't understand. I do and I don't. Okay. But I don't logically understand why anyone is opposed to Tucker Carlson showing these clips of of this incident with this uh, gentleman or other footage from January 6th. We've had a committee controlled by the Democrats for two well, a year and a half or however long it's been, and they've been doing their own, uh, you know, quote, branding of everything that happened on January the 6th. Nancy Pelosi hires a Hollywood producer. Uh, it's it, they only call people that would make President Trump and his supporters look bad, and yet we have Tucker Carlson showing and showing one thing like this, and and Chuck Schumer and the left, that, and even Mitch McConnell criticized, said it was a mistake for Tucker Carlson to show this. Why? Why do they care? Well, because they have been presenting a one-sided, completely biased picture of what happened on January the 6th. We've made our opinion 
uh, very strongly stated, Tim, you stated it many times, whole things should not have happened. We, we agree with that. It should not. We're talking about the, the, the demonstrations and breaking into the Capitol or being having the doors open and going in. That should have been avoided. That said, that said, it seems to me that if you really want fairness, all 41,000 hours ought to be released, except those parts that clearly somehow impinge on national security or would endanger the, the men and women who serve in the Capitol. But I'm in favor of uh, putting it all out there and letting America make, it, make up its own mind about what happened that day. The Democrats do not want the full truth to come out. And, well, some, and a few Republicans, I guess. Go ahead, Ed. Well, and Tucker Carlson, he and his program ran past the Capitol Police the video that they were going to show this week. Okay, I didn't know that. Yes, he ran it by them. They had a couple of tweaks that they uh, asked for, but it uh, it was already bypassed, uh, passed through uh, their purview, and they were able to make a few adjustments. Um, let me uh, pers- let me interrupt you for one second. The reason being is that uh, the Capitol Police have a plan to. Uh, get members of Congress to safety should there be like a terrorist right. attack or right. something right. of that nature. Right. And, and and nobody wants uh, that plan to be compromised because you're showing video on, on national and international television. Right. And that's what Tucker Carlson was sensitive to. Yes. So you're saying he ran the clip by the Capitol Police. All the footage they, that they were going to use. All the footage. So he, he wasn't irresponsible in that no. way. He's being accused uh, by the left of, you know, of exposing – uh, an emergency uh, p- pathway for congressmen to get out right. when that's not true, right. what you're saying. Go right. ahead. All right, so then uh, two other things. First of all, Jacob Chansley, he's referred to as the QAnon shaman. Uh, this is according to PBS. Uh, pleaded guilty to a felony charge. You said this, Tim, of obstructing an official proceeding. He was among the first rioters to enter the building. He has acknowledged using a bullhorn to rile up the mob, offering thanks and a prayer while in the Senate for having the chance to get rid of traitors and writing out a threatening note to Vice President Mike Pence. He did do that? I didn't know that. Saying it's only a matter of time. Justice is coming. Okay, so he did admit to all that. Okay. Uh, Whether he deserved 41 months in prison or not, I don't know. I'm guessing that his lawyers, if they're going to do their job, are going to now take this footage and ask a judge to overturn or to – to uh, cut his sentence because this is information, this is evidence that they should have had access to to help give an adequate defense to Jacob Chansley, their their client. I would also say when it comes to people like Mitch McConnell and Republicans who criticized uh, Tucker Carlson from releasing this video, here's what I think is at play here because you would think – why are Republicans against the release of this footage? I, now, I, S- this some, is just my some, some. some. This is just my opinion. I can't prove this. This is my suspicion that there are those in the Republican establishment who, like Democrats, don't want Donald Trump to run again, and they are—they do not want anything that would uh, that would lessen. What they they think in their minds is the impact of January 6th. So you say, why would Mitch McConnell do this? Maybe he doesn't want Trump to run again and hopes the January 6th, the stain of that, quote unquote, would keep 
former President Trump from running again. I'm not sure what else can explain Republicans being against the, 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 <clears throat> the Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe you're right. Uh, but uh, I'm glad Tucker Carlson is is doing this because, you know, the other side of the story needs to be told. In term, Absolutely. Uh, you know, <clears throat> there, there's always some gray area and some nuance to stories like this. And what what's happened with the, the uh, what's happened to, what happened immediately with Nancy Pelosi was that she wanted it to be black and white, right? Uh, and that's the reason she wouldn't allow the Republicans to put their own choices on the uh, January sixth committee because she didn't want any resistance to to her uh, slam dunk narrative yeah. on, on this. And so, good for. I just applaud Kevin McCarthy on this, the uh, Speaker of the House, and I applaud Tucker Carlson of Fox News. And I appreciate him being uh, thoughtful and responsible on how he did this, as you just described it, running it, running the video footage by the Capitol Police, and they did make a couple of... Uh, that's uh, what he said on Monday night. I okay. watched the, the, you know, that segment's almost 40 minutes. He said, we ran it by the Capitol Hill Police. They had a couple of things they asked, and and we did it. Yeah, I, I just other than maybe the reason you mentioned, I I, I don't understand the outrage uh, with 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 airing the videos. I mean, it, Elon Musk um, tweeted uh, talking to uh, Chuck Schumer, the Senate uh, Majority Leader. He said, "Do you want us to remove this video?" Talking about, the, I guess it's the video of the of the Kewan Shaman going through the Capitol building. I haven't read the complete article yet, but basically, you want us to censor this? But does the government say censor this? That's what Chuck Schumer is basically saying. Remember, Chuck Schumer. How soon we forget? Chuck Schumer about two years ago. You remember this, folks? He stood on the steps of the United States Supreme Court and he threatened uh, Judge Kavanaugh and Judge Gorsuch. He threatened them. It, it it was like a, a mob boss ordering, saying, right. you know, you remember that? He said, uh, if they overturn Roe versus Wade, you, you'll never know what hits you. You will, you will reap the whirlwind. Yeah. You, you have the, released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You got that memorized, Chris? I just quoted it. <laughs> wow. I'll share the link because I'm pretty fantastic on this show. Well, the point is he wasn't even censured. Right. By the Senate. The Democrats don't care if you issue, they don't care if somebody goes, uh, and issue and gives a physical threat. Uh, that was a, that to me. That was like a physical threat. It was so bad. Schumer actually apologized. Yes, for the, what he said. He, he did apologize, but this, his fellow senators they didn't say they didn't censure him and say right. what you did is wrong. Is it's going to go on the record as inappropriate and and wrongful action. Well, and, and let me just say one other quick thing. That's the guy. We'll, that's the guy saying don't air this footage. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Uh, let, and then we need to toss to Ray here too, but. Uh, in terms of this argument that you're going to reveal the escape route for members of Congress right. in the event of an emergency, it was the Democrats during the January 6th hearing. Now, Tucker Carlson showed this. They were presenting as evidence. You remember when they were mocking Josh Hawley for running out? And they showed the hallway, the intersection oh, yeah. of the hallway where Josh Hawley was running and I remember, I forget who the lady was, uh, the Democrat, who was showing this. And you, you see people laughing. 
at Josh Hawley running. I found it. Well, what Tucker Carlson showed on his program Monday, he said what this Democrat didn't show you was that Josh Hawley was the last one out. All the other members of Congress were running out ahead of him, but they only picked that one to to try to mock Josh Hawley. But my broader point is, well, where was the selective outrage against the Democrats for showing the escape route? What hallway they go out? And now they're saying Tucker Carlson Carlson shouldn't show that because it's going to reveal the escape route. Yeah. It's it's one lie after another from right. Go ahead. Well, it, it's just such utter hypocrisy, Ed. The the Democrats are happy to show the escape route, the hallway, whatever. They're happy to do that when they think it buttresses their case. But when somebody from the other side shows something they don't like, they start yelling, "Security, security, security!" Look, we've already made clear, we're very clear, in fact, that. Where there are things on those videos that would impinge on the security of the men and women who serve there and on the police plans to evacuate and to protect from a true terrorist attack, yes, cut that stuff out. That's going to be a minority of what's going to be on right. those videos. The rest of it ought to be made public. They ought to do it this week and let the American people make up their minds. Let us decide what we think really happened well, on January the 6th. And I've got a better idea, Democrats. If you're that concerned about the safety of the members of Congress, then the January 6th hearing should have been in secret. <laughs> All right? Not a big public spectacle yep. where you could have shown members of that committee should have been represented by both political parties, okay? Everybody should have been able to see all the footage. It should have been done in secret if you're that concerned about the security of the members of Congress. But that wasn't the point of the January 6th committee. The point of the January 6th committee was to go after President Trump, try to permanently damage him politically, and they wanted it to be a public spectacle, but they were the only ones who were allowed to pick and choose from 40,000 hours of footage to present the case and the narrative that they wanted. The hypocrisy is just mind-numbing. Meanwhile, in Atlanta, Antifa Hmm. uh, continues to go after the police there. Uh, And I wonder if the media will give those attacks the same attention they have you know, question. for two years, January six, folks. I've you know I've been in broadcasting now for um, twenty one years. It will be this October. Uh, I, I hate to sound like a cynical person, but I, I have my doubts. <clears throat> well, I saw the mug shots of these, uh, and this was a very s- serious matter in Atlanta. I don't, I don't know what ha- did something else happen last night. Uh, it seems like I heard something. <clears throat> Antifa. <clears throat> I call them Antifa. Did they did they define themselves as Antifa? Anti-fascist, yeah, that's okay. what they call them. And, and there was uh, about twenty-five or thirty of them that were arrested by police for attacking with uh, weapons mm-hmm. the uh, the training center, new police training center in Atlanta, Cop City is is what it's called, right? Uh, and when they put their mug shots up and showed them, uh, I guess uh, there were ninety ninety ninety-five percent. Of them were white. It's a whole lot of white privilege in that Antifa group. <laughs> they were white young people, younger people. I'm gonna say ages 
20 to 30. Most of them would fall into that category. And I, I'm just, it made me wonder, um, Ray, is this the white supremacy we're, we're supposed to be looking out for, you know, according to Joe Biden? Remember that? It's it's the most dangerous thing threatened to our country. And I thought, well, Shazam, there we found them. <laughs> huh? You think that's what he was talking about, uh, Ray? Well, first of all, first of all, the president is not sure what he was talking about when, <laughs> when he said that. That white supremacy, that's that's a very convenient and powerful political line to throw out. Are there white supremacists in America? Yes, I'm sure there are, but they are vanishingly few. They are that's a very small number. And as far as I can tell, the true white supremacists are and generally speaking are not in any positions of power across No, they're our not. Society. They, no, they have no media control. They have no power. It, it's uh they're they're shunned by both political parties wherever they do exist. It's just it's a boogeyman. An absolute boogeyman and I don't I guess it's meant to scare uh folks. Well it is. <clears throat> uh, this white supremacy. Well the, the they, President Biden said that the January sixth events were primarily about white supremacy. He said that was another that was another part of the footage that I saw from Tucker Carlson quoting the president. Saying, where did he get that from? Is there some? It doesn't. It, no, it, it with has no relation. They were to prote- reality. They were protesting the election. Yeah, right. I'll share the audio. In an article in October of twenty one, Biden said, "Quote: This was about white supremacy." I think they just the Democrats just get in a some of them, not all of them, just get in a room and say, "You know what? What what can we do? We got we really got nothing to go on here." I tell you what, it's time for throw out a little white supremacy scare, right? Uh, but, sir, we're talking about a train derailment. I don't care. Blame it on white supremacy. Uh, it works every time. Right. Huh? With the left. Tom oh. Brady didn't make it back to the Super Bowl. White, de- white, white supremacy. supremacy. I knew it. <laughs> white supremacy. All right. Uh, we'll be back in five minutes. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.